It's giant size man things with Aaron Kelly and James Rouse and me, Steve Garnett. <laughs> All right, here we are. We're back again. Episode three. Episode three. Still going strong. Still much, going strong. Much, much better than that other episode three that everybody knows about. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we don't. We don't have Jar Jar Binks, so we've got an advantage. Uh, the first thing I want to talk about is, uh, so I was looking over the, st- the statistics of the podcast, and we have one listener who has, according to the statistics, has listened to each of our episodes that, that is residing in Qatar. And if, for those who don't know where Qatar is, it is like attached right off to the right of Saudi Arabia. So we're, I'm really curious about who is listening to us in Qatar. So we want to know your story. So if, if you want to, shoot us an email. GiantSizeManThings at gmail.com. We'd love that. <laughs> I'm really curious about that. <laughs> I was like, you know, we, we have listeners in several states, but but I wasn't expecting anybody outside the United States. Oh, sure as hell nowhere in the Middle East. And there's a... I Google. There's a, an air force base, so we don't know if it's someone military or if it's like a civilian, or and, and I guess the big thing is like you know how did you find us? Unless it's someone that we know that we're not aware that is in the military that lives in Qatar, right? I mean, because it's really random for someone that far away to just stumble upon us and listen to both episodes. So thanks for doing that. Yeah, it's pretty yeah, wild. Absolutely, thanks for listening. Thank you. Um, I want to talk about something that happened to me this week. Um, there's a lot of things that happened to me this week that was crazy, but um, I'm probably only get to this one. I came home from work Tuesday evening about uh, 5 p.m., and uh, <clears throat> there was a, uh, a gift basket no! on my doorstep. There wasn't, like, a note that said who it was from or who it was to, but, I mean, I assume it's to me because this was at my doorstep. Um, but everything in this gift basket, here, here is what was in it. There was a box of pancake mix, a bottle of maple syrup, a jar of cranberry relish. There was uh, a box of pepper, uh, peppermint crunch junior mints. <clears throat> a bag of jelly beans. And there was also a box of peppermint candies that was filled with Tootsie Rolls. And, oh, uh, God. There, that there, sounds disgusting. And then there's, uh, there was this wooden sign that we... It, it's hanging up here in the, the podcast room. It, it says, Just Be Claws. Like it's Santa Claus? Yeah, like Get Santa it? Claus. And it's all glittery. Uh... So whoever sent me this basket, uh, I'm a little creeped out because there's no note, and so someone knows where I live. Dude, you're the only person who knows somebody gives them a gift and you get creeped out. <laughs> well, I don't know. Like, you know, what what's next? So no, okay. Uh, if it was someone listening <laughs> that did that, please uh, please let me know who it is so well, I'm not creeped out anymore. Maybe it's a fan. I mean, the, the, the thing that gets me is, is, like, whoever it is clearly doesn't well know you well enough to know that you're a vegan. Yeah. With the, the, <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, because it was actually buttermilk pancakes. Uh, dude, we gonna do that syrup, dude. That's some good syrup. That Cracker Barrel. Oh syrup. yeah, That's and it was a uh, it was like a Cracker Barrel gift set, and there was a gold sticker that claims it is from a Cracker Barrel store in Lebanon, Virginia, which is like an hour and a half from here, two hours from here, I think. So so there's distance. I don't know anyone that lives up there, so there is some kind of odd distance that somehow this. Got brought. Well, maybe it's for somebody who used to live here. I mean, it's not even. But they for wouldn't you. leave a note. In in in. Like, maybe maybe like the person who used to live here had a lover, and they like met at a Cracker Barrel, and they and that they, so they didn't need to leave a note. But you know, like I don't have any. That like, sounds like the worst chick flick ever. <laughs> really, I'll just go ahead and say it. Uh, <laughs> Dude, it doesn't get it doesn't get better than that Cracker like, Barrel uh, romance. <laughs> Yeah, this is actually the second time Cracker Barrel's been mentioned. Uh, Steve's fart story in episode one. So I don't know why Cracker Barrel is a occurring theme, but Cracker Barrel. You know, th- th- you know. I just you remembered. Know, maybe they, maybe Cracker Barrel sent it because we <laughs> talked about it. Oh, that may be yeah. it. Is. I think that's it's what it is. Cracker Barrel. But why me? Like, why didn't you? Oh, because we do the show. We do the they show at your house. Now, speaking of gifts, we actually have a special surprise that Jimmy doesn't know about. And this is actually going to be referred to as Jimmy's special Christmas episode. Oh, Jesus. And what we've done here is we have assembled a bunch of gifts that we're going to be giving to Jimmy throughout the show. And as he opens them, he's going to describe to the viewers 
what the gifts are that he's receiving. So, <laughs> what do you think about that? Well, I mean, I like receiving gifts, but knowing the two of you, I'm absolutely mortified right now. <laughs> absolutely. Like, like I, don't, I just don't even know how to feel. And, like, am I supposed to start when Aaron gets back? Well, he'll be back with the gifts, and we're going to sort of... Throughout the show, we'll give you a gift, and then we'll, open, <laughs> we'll move on to what we're talking about, and then we'll just randomly throw you another one randomly when we feel like it. You're going to throw me one or throw one at me? Either way. Whatever. Either way. <laughs> Dude. Jesus, how far did he have to go? Oh, he had to assemble them all. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, he had to, to retrieve them all, not assemble them. While he's getting those... Uh, while I was at work the other night, uh, a guy came in and, you know those big ashtrays? They're like the ones outside yeah. where you deposit the butts. Yeah. This guy grabs one and just runs off with it. And we <laughs> chased him down and the cops like joined in with us. And like I ended up like finding it behind a porta potty. Like, who steals an ashtray like that? Like, <laughs> what the heck? I rode back on my bike like a hero with that. <laughs> Like it was the most heroic thing. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Here, here Aaron there comes with the like gifts. A, an entire huge pile. There's like 20 gifts over there, man. Oh, this is gonna be good. This <laughs> Did you tell him that he uh, has to describe? He has to describe. It. To describe <laughs> exactly. should, should we go ahead and start with the first? Go gift? and start with the first gift, and All then right. and then we'll move on and give him another one later. Jimmy, this first gift is actually uh, it was from me, and I'm jealous that you're getting this, man. Oh no. <laughs> Here he goes. I'm op- I'm opening a gift. Here's the sound. Oh man! I'm so. Did you put an entire roll? <laughs> it would appear that I have received gifted for Christmas on giant size man things a little Caesar's pizza wrapped in a gift box wrapped in wrapping paper. So it's Oh, yeah, it's pizza. <laughs> right. It's a pizza. It is, in fact, a large pepperoni, $5 Little Caesars pizza. And had I known that you were going to give me this, I wouldn't have eaten that giant sandwich 20 minutes ago. I have to wonder if this is possibly the first time anybody's actually gift-wrapped a hot and ready pizza from Little Caesars. You know what? I'm going to bet probably not. <laughs> yeah, probably not. I mean, you know, fat people do weird shit sometimes. <laughs> and I, that is the only time that I can imagine that. <laughs> ever being passed as a gift. It's like, I got you something. This, 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 I got you this pizza. I wonder if it's ever been used as a sincere gift. <laughs> like under a tree. Like the kids wake up, <laughs> they rush downstairs to Santa Claus and they rip it open. And it's, it's, hot. Hot. it's hot and ready. But it wouldn't be hot then, you know. No, it'd be, it wouldn't be. It wouldn't be hot anymore. It'd, it'd be cold and ready. It's cold, but still ready. Well, Christmas is cold, <laughs> it's cold, so that's all right. But anyway, moving on, moving on. Um. <laughs> so, uh, Constantine, which has been a pretty big hit uh, show-wise. I'm talking about the show here. Uh, it went on like a mid-season break, such as shows as like The Walking Dead and stuff. Does. Right. Um, which is, I gotta say real quick, I, I'm not a fan of that. I, I hate having yeah, to watch half a season and then they... I hate it too, and I don't get it unless it's just when they start airing that maybe they don't have everything filmed or something. Yes. I don't know why they, maybe that's why they do it. Maybe that's what it is. Um, anyway, Constantine Returns... On Friday, January 16th, which is the same day for those who watch it, but instead of 10 p.m., they are pushing it back to 8 p.m., mm. hoping to get uh, more viewers. viewers. Now, like the mid-season finale had a uh, 25% increase in viewers as opposed to like the, the episode before, so, I mean, it's getting like millions of views, so I don't exactly know what 25% would be, but it would be a pretty good chunk. Um Twenty five percent. So yeah, that's a that is kind of a it's kind of yeah. a hell of a jump, and you know just from from one episode to the next. But I agree that that, that it's not the greatest slot. I mean, it, yeah, eight o'clock's a prime time slot, and I'm glad that they're doing that. But it's still on Friday night. Yeah. You know, and you know, I think maybe they're overthinking it a little bit because you know most people are getting off work and going out with their wife, having dinner and stuff like that at eight o'clock. They're not at home watching Constantine. Yeah. So, but, but, you know, I'm, I, I am actually glad that it is continuing beyond 13 episodes. So, hey, bruh. Uh, you know, so, well, we're talking about uh, TV and movie news right now. I've got uh, just a couple of things. Uh, you know, before we get started, 
Will you have me slice that pizza? Yeah. <laughs> I'll be happy to. I'm supposed to be going on a pizza fast right now, not eating any pizza until I go to Portland, but I'm going to break the rules for this special occasion. Oh, yeah. Have you told the this Christmas listeners pizza. that you're going to Portland? I have not. I'm going to be gone for two weeks, and so we're going to have somebody filling in my spot, but we'll talk more about that when it gets closer to the date. Would you like a piece of pizza, sir? Oh, no, wait, you're vegan. <laughs> hey, it's still pretty hot. <laughs> I mean, consider it. Really? Consider it. I mean, it's like lukewarm. <laughs> it's the gift, right? It's not cold yet. It's so it's a room ready and uh, it, it, it's a room temperature and ready. Right now, yeah. Kind of, uh, but anyway, sorry. <laughs> it's okay. I had to get a piece of empty on. Uh, so the you know, only uh, TV and movie stuff that I've got to find, I want to talk about this week is uh, Neil Gaiman uh, stated earlier this week that uh, uh, in the upcoming Sandman film, he would like to see Tom Hiddleston cast in the role of the Sandman. The Loki. Yes, what? and he played Hank Williams in a biopic movie. I and was unaware of that. It's sir. actually it's not out yet, um, but that got a bit of an uproar for like traditional country fans that they let a British actor play Hank Williams. So well, I mean, um, he's an actor, so yeah. you know, as long as he acts like Hank Williams and sings like Hank Williams and does some Hank Williams stuff, I got no problem with that. He's just an actor. Yeah, but do you think with that British accent, he can get that? Yeah. That that. Hank Williams twang. Well, I mean, that that's his job, and he's a good actor, so you know, hope, hopefully so, because of the, Hank Williams is an interesting cat. Mm-hmm. I kind of, well, I'm going to talk to talk to you more about that after the show. Uh, but yeah, the, anyway, he he had stated that they, he would like to see that the, that casting done in the forthcoming film, and then two days later, recanted and said, no, that was a joke. So it's <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't see that that would be a problem. I you know, I think it would be reasonable casting for the character. I mean, he's going to be a, he's probably going to be in face paint anyway. So, yeah. You know, uh that and uh, the uh, the uh, the only other thing I have is, you know, farewell uh Andrew Garfield on Spider-Man. Sorry. Yeah. That although, sucks. I thought you were a good Spider-Man. Although they did, I liked him as a Spider-Man. They did start a petition. I'd rather see Garfield the cat play Spider-Man though, than <laughs> Andrew Garfield. I will say that. <laughs> but there is a petition online addressed to Sony to keep him. And I don't know if Sony's going to listen to anybody. I think the cat's kind of out of the bag on that. I don't Garfield know. joke? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Uh, the only thing I... I Perhaps if he were to spend days sleeping in a lasagna pan. The only thing I, what the hell is that? that I have on movie I news, don't even know. That looks like some shit out of Star Wars. <laughs> it's in your head. There's something flying around. It's in around. my head. We're having a problem in this studio with bugs. Is it time for oh, another gift? Oh, it's time gift? for another gift. It's time gift? for another gift. This one's for me. This, this one's for Steve. Steve. Okay. <laughs> what the hell is this? I have a an unopened pack of Panini Teen Beach Movie photo cards. <laughs> I don't even. I didn't even know Panini was still in business, man. <laughs> That's why we got it for you. It's like I'm, I'm intrigued. I, I don't even know what the hell Team Beach movie is. I don't either. <laughs> Apparently, it's a Disney product. It looks bad. It does. It, it looks, looks terrible. It looks kind of bad. If any of the listeners have seen the Team Beach movie, send us a review. Yes, please, because we're not going <laughs> to. Uh, this guy on this package kind of looks like King Joffrey's weird cousin that nobody talks about. <laughs> yeah. Team Beach. And, and the, the girl that's leaning up on him just like she does, she looks like she don't even want to be there. So, <laughs> But yes, that's my second gift for the evening. Thank you guys. Nobody likes Joffrey. Um, also in movie news, the... Uh, Fuck the king. <laughs> most people may be aware of this. Uh, we talked about the Sony email leaks last week. Well, the FBI came out this week and said who is behind it all. And then upon further investigation, it was like that why... Uh, North Korea. Dun, dun, dun. North Korea was behind every bit of this. And the reason why was over this movie called The Interview. Are you familiar with this? I am familiar with this. I, I kind of want to see this movie more now than I did before. Well, please kill that. If you haven't heard, uh, <laughs> North Korea said they were the leakers. Uh, and by the way, they went under a name Guardians of Peace, was the, the, the hacker's name. And they said that uh, pretty much if any theater showed this film, they, they, they would do 9-11 type attacks. 
So once that came out, Sony pulled the movie. It's not coming out on Christmas. In fact, there's no release date. And if you even go to Sony.com, it is completely off their website. Um, Sony is acting like that. They're, which, which I'm sure down the road they'll do like a video on demand. They may do a theatrical release. They may do like a straight to DVD thing. If um, they might not. If they really are that afraid, and it's you I mean, know. Are, wait, are we talking like flying planes in movie theaters here? Or I, don't know. I mean, is North Korea capable of delivering these attacks? Like, okay, here's what it is. Well, I mean, they're a nuclear superpower. They came out well, saying they would nuclear do power. But how many planes? How many theaters? They came out and said they would do attacks. Sony claims movie theaters don't want it over the threats. I think it's more of uh, Sony don't want any blood on their hands if that could would happen. But um. You know what? I could see them doing that, but I would have respected them more if they had then immediately released the movie into every theater that they could possibly get it in and shown it for free. And it's been crazy because there's actually been, like, a lot of people's went to Twitter and came out that they're, they're, they're really mad that Sony caved. And it's bad when I find myself agreeing with Mitt Romney on a topic that, like, he is one of the guys that's like, you know, you should show this. Because they threat doesn't mean you should cave in and like back up. Oh yeah, but, and the thing is, is like the, the 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 last thing I had read about this was that North Korea is is swearing that it wasn't them, and now they're begin. They here's the thing: it's like, well, they're gonna they're they're gonna begin an investigation so they can find out who really did it. They've they've joined uh, or they've invited the the United States government to join in this investigation, and if the United States government refuses to join in, then there will be serious repercussions. I believe was the way it was reported. All of this over a over a movie. It's yeah. a fucking joke. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I wanted to see the movie like because it was more of a joke film. You know, with uh, Rogan and Franco, and had it been like a serious. Uh, like a serious like war film, right? About that topic, I would never watch. I, would, I probably would have watched it. You know? No, but the fact that it was a joke and the whole movie is a joke and it's probably gonna be really funny, a dark comedy is the only reason I ever had any intention to see it. But. Absolutely, I actually never heard of the film honestly, but I mean now that I have, I mean it doesn't really sound like something I personally would get into. Um, but the thing is like. It's kind of interesting to, to, to uh, over all the things we've seen with like terrorist groups over the years, over like you know, especially since like nine eleven. It's interesting to see that the one thing where we've decided to like uh, comply with terrorist demands is <laughs> over a movie. Yeah. Well, you know but the I mean? thing is, is like what 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 they're saying now though is this, God this is damn not it, man, a stupid bug. Is that same stink bug from the last episode? <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, I mean, it's not even really terrorist though, because I mean, if it, because they're not saying it's terrorist, they're saying it's North Korea. <laughs> but it's the, a group called the Guardians of Peace who are saying. What I heard is that, that they're from North, North Korea. North Korea right? is looking at this film as terrorism because it's a film about assassinating. Uh, Kim, or, Kim, yeah. Kim Jong-il, yeah, is that his name? Yeah. So I think they're looking at, like, we made, like, a terrorist I guess that film. could technically be fair to say, because when, in other countries, when they yeah. string up dolls of the president yeah. and burn them, we say that that's terrorism. Yeah. I mean, in our country, we say that if I were to, like, make a threat against the president joking, I could be considered to be a terrorist. But I mean, Korea just that's a really loose joke. definition. Yeah. They throw that word around a lot, so. Right. Who knows? Who <laughs> I, I just I mean, the the entire concept of the movie was was absurd anyway because the the concept of the movie for those of you who don't know is you have a possibly failing news it's time for another gift possibly failing news show and the the these the hosts of the show are granted an an interview the interview right with Kim Jong Il and the CIA comes in and and approaches these two these two gentlemen who are supposed to uh, perform this interview and they're like well while you're there we want you to kill him oh I yeah. got it. <laughs> so I don't know yeah, even that, is, that much about it that's kind of a little, like just too random I am impressed by the wrapping job that has been done <laughs> really just kind of uh, some tape and some paper have just been kind of wadded up on it. This is the stereotypical men wrapping Christmas gifts. Men wrapping Christmas gifts. And I think that's from Steve. That's from me, Sweet. too. Thank you. See, oh, I, I heard you were trying to that. order that Captain America shield and then that it got canceled, <laughs> so I thought maybe that would be a good substitute. Yes, actually. Well, you know, at the start, I mean, it's a Captain America shield. I have received a jumbo eraser that is 
in the form of Captain America's shield. <laughs> but it is instead made of eraser material. I don't actually know what that is. Do not use that in battle. I will not use that in battle unless I am battling lead pencil. <laughs> it's good against that. It's, that's it's one, it's one thing it can defeat. Oh, I wanted to mention something real quick because I bet everyone who's listening is like, come on already! We are announcing the winner of the giveaway today on the show. We'll be doing that th- more towards the end, but I just wanted to let you guys know that that is coming. And uh, I'd like to give another shout-out this week to Backdoor Records, located here in beautiful Johnson City, Tennessee. Um, you know they listen to us, have our flyers up, and it is the coolest coolest record shop in town. Um, and they can also, like, special order anything, as long as it is, like, still being printed. So, uh... Go for them for all of your needs, equipment too, and they can even they even work on uh, repair vintage equipment. equipment. Yeah, so that's very cool. Very cool. Yeah, good shout out. I actually have a shout out this week too. Uh, my shout out is to uh, Johnny Brooks at Velocity Comics in Richmond, Virginia. Uh, Johnny's a good friend of mine. He's been helping me do a little research for for some of the stuff we talk about here on the show. Uh, and uh, just just a great guy. And uh, Velocity Comics, the biggest is the biggest shop in Richmond. So if any of you are listening and want to go to Richmond and check out a comic book store, that's the one to go to. No, I'm I'm out of here. See you guys. <laughs> I'm done. I'm sold. <laughs> All right, what do we have next? Uh, comic talk. Comic talk. I've got some comic talk. Oh, I got some comment talk, too. All right. Probably one of the biggest pieces of news that hit this week in the comic book world was DC has announced cancellations of approximately 17 books beginning in March. Uh, They'll be canceling all three of their weekly titles, which are Batman Eternal, uh, Earth 2 World's End, and New 52 World's End. Uh, They're they're also canceling the following titles, uh, Green Lantern New Guardians, Green Lantern Core, Red Lanterns, Swamp Thing, Bad idea. Batwoman, Infinity Man, and the Forever Forever People, which seems like it just started. Secret Origins, Star Spangled War Stories, also known as GI Zombie, for anybody that reads that. Trinity of Sin, World's Finest, Arkham Manor, which also just started. It did. Aquaman and the Others, and another which is the Injustice Gods Among Us book, season three, the twelfth issue. That will be the final issue of that. Clarion's pretty new too. Yeah, it's. What three issues right now? <laughs> Two or three? They're already yeah, it's, it's like, well, we just got the numbers back on the first issue. Hell with that book. Yeah, uh, right. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, the, they've uh, they've upset many people on this one. I, there are, there are some books out there that should, on that list that should not be canceled, and we'll we'll talk about those in future episodes. You know, I've never been a huge, 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 huge DC fan, and so I never bothered to look up what the DC stands for. But I just figured it out. Don't care. <laughs> Don't, Don't care, care comics. comics. That's what it is. Yeah. It seems like that might be so, sir. It might be. Uh, uh, do you have anything else as far as comic wise? Um, we could do the pick of the weeks. Uh, do you go yeah, we can go into the, the pick of the week. I got some more comic talk okay, after Steve we do picks of the week. Talk. It doesn't matter. We Let's go ahead and do those picks of the week because I am dying to talk about my pick. Do you want me to start it then? Because I think I'm, I'm the only one that was different than maybe your all's pick. My, yeah, my pick of the week was uh, another image book, Drifter, the second issue. I can agree with that pick because that is a sweet book. It is. It's another uh, sci-fi western, same thing that I kind of uh, talked about last week with Copperhead. Drifter is about this guy who pretty much crashes, crashes his ship on this planet. Uh, and what, There's like, a lot of mining going on. Uh, first, the first issue was uh, pretty good, and the second issue definitely picked up a lot from there. Um, but if you haven't checked out Drifter, you should. And the first issue just came out on the second print. This so. is the, and this is a book that is only in its second issue, but is already proving to be exceptional. what looks to be a cool story. Yeah, exceptional, exceptional, awesome art. Love yeah. the art style. Yeah. Like, with how they draw, like, different alien races and stuff. Like, there's some real creativity mm-hmm. behind the artist. <laughs> and before we get As to our well pick of the week, why don't you hand me uh, another gift? There we go. Another oh, gift. Jesus, another one. Another good, well-wrapped gift. I swear if one of you hands me some kind of weird sex story, I'd be very upset. Oh, it's better than that. Or, well, maybe not. Wow! I have received a disposable douche. <laughs> <laughs> 
wish that more douches were disposable. Look, this one is uh, fresh scent. Fresh scented. Fresh scented. I, I appreciate that very much. It's like I don't entirely know what the fuck I'm going to do. It comes with two. Oh, there's, it's, it's a, a twin, twin pack. pack. It's a twin pack. It's a twin. It's, it's a good wow. deal. Wow. It was a good deal. Ladies, if any of you need one of these, please contact me. I'll be happy to pass this off. Jimmy will be giving away douches all week. <laughs> yeah, I'm here all week. Yeah, that's it. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, now the next Next is my pick of the week Which is Now some of you may have saw this coming But it is Scorriers Scorriers, this book is awesome It has awesome art It has a cool story so far I mean, it's basically, you know There's like these tribes of like rodents And squirrels In like a post-apocalyptic world Kind of I don't want, there isn't too much to say really about the story, other than it's a good intro. Don't want to ruin it. There's anything. creators that are humans, I, and there's a cat. Yeah. It's funded uh, through Kickstarter. That's funded pretty, through Kickstarter. That's, that's pretty, pretty cool. Yeah. That's, that's something you don't hear very often. And it's sold out at distributors. You, you, you might be able to still find some at your local comic shop. Very cool. I agree with you. That was that's also my pick of the week. I, I uh, actually Scorious. looked through your copy and uh, was very surprised. I was not expecting the book to be anywhere near as as good as it was or as high quality as it was. Oh, was like the print job on it is yeah, great. It's beautiful. It's a it's a beautiful book. It just seems you know it, it's it, it's so beautiful. It actually seems weird that there are swirl warriors on the, <laughs> on the page that you're looking at. But I agree. I think it's an excellent book, and I think it deserves a, you know a little a, a little attention if anybody's interested. Definitely check it out because we we definitely want that to be a continuing series. Good stuff. Score yours all the way. All right. You said you did. You say you have some more comic stuff. Yeah. This is stuff? this isn't like really news or anything. This is just something I was thinking about the other day because you know, like I've said multiple times on this show, that I take I took a long break in my comic reading and within the last year I've been getting back into it. But uh, you know how like in Marvel in the Marvel universe, there's like Earth six one six, right? And that's like the main like universe, I guess, that right. most of the stories take place on. Yes. Uh, I was thinking, wouldn't it be funny if it turned out that there was like an Earth One? I mean, there probably is, and I just I don't know about it. But what if Earth One was our Earth that we lived on? And what if they wrote a book about that took place like in this Earth One, and it was in our world, and all the ca- characters and heroes were still in the world, but they didn't have powers. It was like our world. Like maybe they were like Peter Parker's just a photographer. Well, they actually did this did a story a few years ago. The the book was just called 1985. I'm drawing a blank right now on who who the what the on the creative team, but that was kind of the story. It was basically the the story set on this earth where there are no there are no superheroes, no supervillains. You know, it's just it's very much our world. Right. But the supervillains from the Marvel universe figure out how to get into that universe. And so they're they're like staging an invasion on an on a on a universe that has no superheroes. Interesting. See that's interesting. It was it was a pretty bitching story, man. I really enjoyed it. I was I am actually gonna do a um, you know you know, I do a past review every now and then I'm gonna do a past review on that series. Awesome, because that sounds like something I'd love to check out. Like I just thought it'd be cool to like read up on all your favorite characters. Yeah, I'll bring that back how they are in our world. You know I'll bring that by you know, you were talking about Earth six one six. For some reason, the year 1985 seems to stick uh, for, especially for Marvel. Uh, there were there were a lot of cool things went on in 1985 in comics, that, because that was when the first Secret Wars happened. You know, right. and uh, it just it just there was there was a lot of stuff that went on in DC too. But the, that seems to be like a key year. It's even like a, you know uh, there have been several series where they mention the year 1985 in in other books like uh, Wanted. Mm-hmm. Uh, when the when the when the supervillains won the war and wanted was nineteen eighty five. Like they you know, they took over the earth and, and basically set themselves up to rule the earth and there was all the superheroes were gone. Wow. So Like I just want to read the Incredible Hulk book where it's about Bruce Banner dealing with his bipolar disorder. No, <laughs> it take taking place in our earth. <laughs> You know, uh, this may be a good time to talk about the uh, uh, the website has been redesigned. That's right. Those that haven't seen, there was a blog uh, where we actually like how Jimmy's talking about doing reviews and stuff, and we'll, we can go more details on like the pick of the week and actually write reviews, and we can do pictures and other stuff. So, uh, I guess stay 
looking at that and yeah. that will be updated. Yeah. yeah, if you go to our main website, www.giantsizemanthings.com, it, now right on the front page you can go straight to the podcast, straight to the blog, straight to the Facebook page, all that stuff. So, woohoo! Nice. I've got one more one more thing that I want to talk about as far as, as comic book news. But before you say that, dun, dun, dun. it's time for another one gift. in particular. Doesn't matter. Just grab one out of the stack, boys. This, this guy okay now? That's actually an appropriate one for what we've just been talking about. <laughs> this is actually a good one, Jimmy, this time. Not that they, they've all been good, but this is actually a good one. I'm particularly fond of the douche. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet! I have my own copy of Squarriors. Well, awesome. Yeah, Squarriors. Thanks, guys. No problem, man. I actually can't wait to read this again. We figured out <laughs> we got you a douche, we had to get you something. <laughs> I appreciate that. No problem, man. <laughs> Okay, yeah, the other thing that I wanted to talk about is, uh, uh, it's weird that I talk about Archie Comics so much, because nobody ever did. Uh, Archie's, <laughs> yeah, right. Archie has announced that they're going to reboot the base Archie series, and that they, that's uh, kind, of a, kind of a big deal to me, because it's the last long-running comic series in the United States. It's up over way up over 600 issues now, and they're going to drop it and reboot it with the first issue. Um, but what they're going to do is they they've brought on brought on board a great creative team, and they're going to make uh, you know it's going to be Archie and Betty and Veronica and Reggie and Jughead and everybody in high school again, which everybody's like, oh. So it will start over, pretty but much. Instead Archie. of being classic Archie, it's going to be like Archie in now? contemporary times. Interesting. Know, cell phones. They'll be texting all yeah, the time and stuff. Stuff like that. Well, if they're going to do a comic like that, I already know what it's going to be. It's just going to be panel after panel of all of them looking at their smartphones. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, otherwise, it will show, otherwise it's going to be completely unrealistic. It will show the text, like in the little box, it will show yeah. the text that they're sending to each other. Yeah. Now, I am I'm, I'm intrigued though. I'm probably actually, uh, I can't believe I'm about to say this. I'm probably going to give it a shot and read a couple issues because this creative team is uh, for the writer Mark Wade is going to write. The same old art style? Are they upgrading the art? No, no. Fiona Staples that does the saga is going to work on it. Oh, wow. Yeah. And I will admit that I'm a much bigger fan of Fiona Staples than I am of Fiona Apple. <laughs> <laughs> Many people are. <laughs> uh, but, you know, I mean, uh, uh, I, I, they're saying that it's going to be lighthearted and family friendly, but, you know, I don't believe that because Mark Wade's writing it. Um, of course, family friendly nowadays is a lot different than yeah. from when I was a kid. Yeah. You know, I, and, you know, I'm, I'm interested in this this contemporary setting, too. It's like, how realistic are they going to go with this, man? Is J.K. going to be a damn diabetic? You know, besides, will someone actually tell Reggie he's a prick? Will, so, is, will Jughead <laughs> still be wearing that stupid crown? I don't know. That, I'm intrigued by that, too. It's like, you know, how about just a ball cap? Like, like if you know? can't get away with wearing a crown like that in contemporary settings... What I, I mean, what and I nobody really, will like you. What I really <laughs> want to know is, you know, at some point, are Betty and Veronica going to get drunk at a party and fool around? Because everyone wants to see that, Archie. Everyone. We all want to see that. <laughs> no matter what anyone says, they're lying. They want to see that. And, you know, they should have went a step further and actually made it be taking place where we're at in Johnson City. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they would be at Mid-City Grill. They'd be at Mid-City oh. Grill. They'd be going down to the local bars. <laughs> Archie and his friends. Archie and his friends have bigger, li- bigger, better lives than we do, and I'm not really sure how I feel about that right now. Yeah, I don't want to read that. <laughs> I don't think I want to read that. It's like, I well, I read Archie comics this week. Now I want to shoot myself. I actually have a phone call from Charles Bond, but I cannot answer this. <laughs> Hopefully, he'll leave me a voicemail. Jimmy, it's time for another. Get it, time for it's another time for another one already. Holy hell! This is a good one right here. All right, this is from Steve. Steve has got me. A can of chili frijoles. <laughs> chili with beans. Because I posted about chili earlier. That's this right. Week. Because I posted about chili earlier this week, I found I found some awesome recipes for chili and was really excited about that. No, I'll be really honest, that chili probably sucks. <laughs> well, that's all right. I can put it with some other stuff and make some <laughs> decent chili with it. But, it, you know, I appreciate it, man. No problem, man. It's the, that's, it's the that's, blood that's, that's a meal right there. It's like... <laughs> what I posted was, uh, you know, chili. Chili's my life's blood when it's cold out, <laughs> which is probably the fattest thing I've ever said. Loud. Uh, I don't know. I gotta agree with you, dude. Chili is. You can't. I can't. I love chili. 
I went to that chili cook-off in downtown Johnson City. Oh, I'm so jealous of you. Because well, we so entered jealous. it at, with mid, at Mid City. We entered it, right? Yeah. So I got to go down there and like taste all of them. And dude, they were good. There was some good stuff down there. Uh, last year, my uh, my sister's church had like this chili cook-off, and uh, uh, there was three. They had three winning categories. One was best name. One was just the overall best tasting chili. And then the third one was just the hottest. If you can make the spiciest chili. And uh, <clears throat> I told him I would compete. I knew, like, I'm, I'm not a great cook. So I was like, I can't. There's no way I can compete with these, like, older ladies that had been making chili for, like, 200 years. Poison them. So I was like, here's what I'm going to do. I was like, I'm going to shoot. I'm going to make one chili. I'm going to shoot for the name and the hottest. I'm going to try to, you know, get as many wins as I can. So I named this. <clears throat> you got to keep in mind that I shot for spicy. And this is no joke. I named my chili, uh, put a tarp over the toilet bowl. That is what I named my chili. Because <laughs> actually that's what this name yes. said on it at and the contest. Was, and there was a card that had that. And uh, and I set out, <laughs> I made this to where, like, I made this chili. And I think you actually ate some last year. It was right when I moved in this this house where we were on. I know Dave, uh, Steve's brother, tried some. But I had. Did I cry? It was, it was pretty spicy. I actually made this. To where you couldn't even eat a bowl. Like, it was the most hot, like, the most outrageous thing. There was, like, scorpion peppers and ghost peppers and, like, I think there was, like, 30 habaneros in this thing, right? In, like, a crock pot of chili. There was actually a kid, because uh, it was work where you, like, you know, you served your own chili to these people. Like, I had a warning that was, like, this is really hot. And there was, like, this five-year-old kid that came up. He's like, oh, you know, this cute little kid. And he asked for, like, a sample. And I was, like, and I told his parents, I was, like, man, really hot. It's really hot. And they were, like, we'll give it to him anyway. So he got like his little spoon and he. Well, that he, sounds like great parenting. He like, he like <laughs> took a bite. This is no joke. He took a bite and he cried. You like, made a small instantly? child cry. I mean, within seconds. And. Uh, oh my god, that's hilarious. Yeah, I could talk about this all night long, but I actually won the hottest. I didn't win the. I didn't win the best flavor, but I did win the hottest chili. What had a better name than put a tarp over the toilet? It was something. Something like. Grandma Smitty's famous chili, like some what? Name. Yeah, can you believe that's that? That's the worst name I ever heard. There, there was like a, a judging, you know, there were some people that judged. There was like a four or five people that judged on all three categories. But I thought they maybe, maybe that, you know, they were thinking that my name was a bit too disgusting. So <laughs> they're like, oh my God, this guy's disgusting. Well, I mean, it was a church. So, you know. But, oh, another one. Another gift. <laughs> I think after this. After this one, there's three gifts left. There's only so. three left. Three left. This, one. this one's really floppy. <laughs> That's what I'm, she said. I'm terrible. Oh. oh. <laughs> I have received in this gift photo stickers of fruit. Fruit <laughs> stickers. I have stickers of fruit. I'm going to fruit sticker the hell out of everything. <laughs> there are 50 of these bastards. I was just getting guessing, and there it says right up at the top, 50 of them. 50 fruit stickers. 50 you can't fruits. go wrong with that. I like the pineapples. You can't go wrong with pineapple either. And the, I like how there's randomly a chocolate-covered strawberry. <laughs> yeah. And there's it's all just regular fruit. Is it chocolate? Are you sure? It could be chili. <laughs> there's actually two of those on there. There's one at the bottom, too. <laughs> Fruit stickers. I've got one last piece of uh, news, or a couple of last pieces for news on the collectible front. One of which is kind of news, or kind of fun. Uh, but we'll do the other the other piece first uh, on the collectible front. Funko Pop vinyls. I don't know if any of you guys out there collect those. Personally, I don't get into them, but I understand the appeal. Yeah, yeah. yeah I've done. even seen a few where I'm like, "That's cool." Yeah, it's, we've we've talked about them before. It's I mean, just that art style. I'm not personally into that art style. Yeah, they're but. just they're ridiculously cute. But apparently, yeah. for those of you who are Firefly fans, they've uh, gotten the license to do a series of Funko oh, Pop. Dude, is this going to change your mind? Based on Firefly, and in the first wave, they're going to include Malcolm Reynolds, Jane Cobb, Wash, and Kaylee. Does this make you, Aaron, want to get them? I know you're a big Firefly guy. Well, you know, I was also a huge Breaking Bad guy, and I didn't get theirs. Like, I didn't just because it was like, you know, you got like Hank Schrader looks awful cute, you know. And yeah, it doesn't feel like, right, right? I don't know. I mean, you know, I'll, I'll look at them. Um, I'm not going to say I would never get them. But will, you, will you at least spend a minute? Considering, I'll debate it like I did the Breaking Bad ones. You know. Do you think you'll stand in a store and hold one in your even hold one in your hand, looking at it, debating it? Probably, <laughs> maybe. All right then. I mean, you gotta love the brown coats, man. <laughs> <laughs> All 
All right, the, uh, yeah, the, the other piece that I had was, uh, for those of you who have ever heard of Cards Against Humanity, oh, yeah. Cards Against Humanity is the greatest card game that has ever been invented for vile people. That uh, is true. <laughs> that is true. Uh, they also, had, it was a Kickstarter project. Yes. yes. Uh, uh, if you don't know what Cards Against Humanity is, you need to get online and, and uh, uh, kind of uh, figure, figure, you know, look, look at that. And decide whether or not that's something you want to sit it's around and play. It's apples to apples for assholes. Yeah. Yes. Oh, that's an excellent description. <laughs> that is the best description I've ever heard. Steve beat me to give it a description. Apples to apples for assholes. But uh, they they have released uh, a new product that was simply titled Bullshit. Plain black box, black cards against humanity, bullshit written on it in white letters, and below that, from the makers of Cards Against Humanity. Uh, this this uh, this particular item sold out before it was released. Like it was like they 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 sold completely through it before they ever released it, right? And it it was uh, eight dollars, no six dollars uh, six dollars a box. And what you actually got in your box was a box of um, feces <laughs> from a cow. From a cow. They so were, it, it was, was literally a box of bullshit. I kid you not. Now, what's funny is I've been he- I've actually been hearing about this since Black Friday happened, and uh, if you go, it's funny because you know all these people, a lot of people bought this product probably thinking it was some kind of expansion or something right. for Cards of Against Humanity. But once the word got out, which didn't take long, that it was actually shit, uh, then uh, the collectors came out of the woodworks and they actually want it. These things are going on eBay for like 30, 40 bucks now. And that's crazy because I can't believe like the, the, the initial sales figures on it at six at $6 a box made $180,000 on this. Dude, shit business. We know what it's like. So the people in the United States spent $180,000 on cow poop just now. For those of you who are interested, and that should tell us something about ourselves. I would like to get an estimate on how much actually was the amount of cow shit they sold actually worth. It's usually free. Yeah, Most yeah of but they put it in like fertilizer and people. Some people is a fuel source. Did people actually get? I mean, I'm sure like some people probably laugh like, "Oh my god, this is great!" Like, was there people actually mad? Yeah, yeah. Saw a video on YouTube. Like, guys, just six bucks for like a. I mean, that's not like it's not like you paid an outrageous price. Yeah, for for I mean, I mean, personally, had I had I known what it was, I would have laughed and rolled on the floor in tears. Yeah, I mean, had had I known what it was, I would have bought it as gifts for other people. Be like, I need, I'm going to order like ten of these bastards and just ship them directly to their house and not say anything. So you know, like like you know, that would be awesome. Like your gift basket, except you know they got a box of shit. That would be <laughs> Speaking of gifts, Jimmy. Oh, yeah, here's the, another gift. Oh, Lord. The oh, Jimmy I, Christmas special. Oh. The Jimmy Christmas special. Big, heavy, big, heavy. <laughs> this is the only one wrapped in red. I'm, I'm horrified right now. <laughs> this is one for me. You bought me a box of glasses. Now, sometimes, yeah, that's it's one of those kind of situations. It's way too light to be that. I'm horrified. It's like when you, you're a little kid and you get the PS3 box and you yeah, open you it with socks in it. Yeah. Who the hell does that to a child? I know, right? And I, and then I wanted to know, like, where did this box come from? <laughs> Where's the PS3 in? Or PS1 or whatever. Yeah, it doesn't know. matter. <laughs> that's horrible. That's right up there with that video I watched of the guy breaking his son's PS4 because he wouldn't like cookies or <laughs> like that makes sense. Yeah, you're both adults there, dude. I saw. Uh, speaking of that, the bullshit cards against humanity. What is this? <laughs> <laughs> I have received a Tyrannosaurus hat. There's something else in that box too. Oh, is there? <laughs> I've received a Tyrannosaurus hat and an at-home marijuana drug test. <laughs> you never know. You might need one of those. Like you never know. Like, you never know, Jimmy, if you're having some work done at your house by, like, a contractor, and you're like, oh, my God, this person's on drugs. You can, play, you you can, can drug, test. drug test them right on the spot. <laughs> I have never considered the possibility of that. Like, what? like having someone come to my house and be like, look, man, <laughs> b- before you fix my furnace, <laughs> bizarrely, I just, we just had a guy replace the heat in our house. 
I'm going to need you to take this drug test. <laughs> but honestly, <laughs> if I were on the other side of that conversation, I'd be like, seriously? Yeah. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. Like, are, you, are you kidding me right now? Yeah. Can you imagine? <laughs> but now, I mean, I'm digging this hat here. I'm, is, it, is it a hat? What, what it's, it's, a hat. Hat. It's, it's a hat. What is this? It's like a weird T-Rex hat. <laughs> <laughs> I wish we had a... Oh, God. Oh, like, I'm, like, I wish we had a, a way to take a picture. So the people yeah, can't... Don't you have a camera? Oh, we have cameras. Oh, yeah, we do have cameras. <laughs> we'll, we'll put the picture up. So the listeners... Can see. <laughs> this douche. Ow! Yo, lady. Everybody like it just don't care. Okay. It's it sinking. Soon I will be invincible. <laughs> <laughs> With this hat and this douche <laughs> and this drug test. What a what a hat. What a hat. <laughs> I love the hat though. <laughs> Yeah, it's so random and weird. Oh, good <laughs> I, I don't know, man. Back to the Cards Against Humanity thing. It's like, apparently a lot of people bought that and didn't know what they were buying. Well, I was just going to say, I watched an unboxing video of it. Yes. And the guy actually picks it up. He's like, it's actually shit. And he picks it up and he's breaking it open, thinking that maybe there's something inside the shit for him. <laughs> there's nothing Did it. he have gloves on? That no. I was going to ask. All the comments is like, I can't believe he was touching it with his bare hands. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, from a biological standpoint, cows just eat weeds. I mean, maybe you know, he was, but it's still poop. I mean, honestly, you know? like I grew up on a farm a little bit, and I have picked up dried cow shit and broke it apart before. Well, I mean, that's used to. That, I mean, that used to be what the they know, use cow, it for the, fuel. The cowboys like fire to stay warm, you know. Yeah, but it's funny though, because you know how people are nowadays. There are just so many people grossed out by him touching it. But <laughs> I thought, what I thought was funny was that he broke it apart, tried, hoping that there was something inside of the shit that the manufacturer like a deck of cards. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, here is the expansion, or or even just one card, like yeah. one one of those cards for cards against humanity. That like when you draw it, you're like, I've won this round. You know what? They should <laughs> they should have put a card in there for people that break that apart. Just a card that was like, you are an idiot. <laughs> that would have been hilarious. The joke is on you. And you have dirty hands. And you have dirty hands. Just a card, and, and it is a card against humanity, humanity card that actually says, ha ha, you got poop on your face. Yeah. <laughs> that would be hilarious. <laughs> that's what they should have been. Next year, if you guys you happen to come stumble across this podcast, that's what you got to do next year. Yeah. I'm betting that this gag's not going to work twice. <laughs> At least not in short order. You know? What I want to see, I would like them to try it again just to see if people knowingly will do it then. <laughs> You know, I bet there are people who will Like a second it. run of it. If they were like, oh, it's going to be a limited release of the bullshit, I bet there would be some people out there that would be buying it. Probably enough to, for them to sell them all. Well, they could put it in a collector box and somebody will buy it in a heartbeat just because it's a collector box. Feces, the collector's edition. It's like put gold foil lettering on the box or some stupid crap like that. Yeah. Um, all right, where are we? Um, dun, dun, dun. I, that's all the comics and collectible news, wasn't it? Yeah. I think, I think so. that's all we got on that. Oh, I just wanted to say something real quick about comics. In our first, or maybe second episode, I don't remember when I said this, I was talking about the Superior Iron Man comic, and uh, something that probably I should have mentioned is that, that I just totally forgot about, even though I read it, was that at the end of Superior Iron Man 2, uh, Tony Stark, basically to screw Daredevil, cures his blindness. What? Yeah, he can see now, and I and I haven't read the next issue yet, so I don't know if it's like gonna really screw him up. But he can, he can see now. Tony Stark cured his blindness. How did he do? Did he give him extremists or some shit? I don't. I don't remember. I don't even it's understand. Like, it's like he wakes up and he's like, "What the? I can see." And he's like, "Yeah, I cured your blindness." And that's how it ends. Wow, that's extra dickish. I know, right? You know, You're like not I mean, only did like he throw him out of the building, well, but then like, he went and grabbed him and cured yeah, his blindness. Like, like you said, I mean, he's making a much better villain than he ever made a hero. I mean, not not that he was ever a bad hero. It's just that you know he, the character just works better as a villain. I think. I, I like him as a villain. I, I kind of hope he stays that way for a and, while. You know, one thing that I think was that you and I talked about the whole thing with Carnage and the, or was it you and I? Some one of us talked about 
the the whole thing with Carnage and Carnage in the last episode of or the last issue of Axis. Yeah, that is go. It's going to go down as probably one of the funniest scenes in comic history. Carnage may or may not have died. But he goes on this huge rant about how he wants a statue built to him in the middle of Times Square that that is draped in in Confederate uh, flags, draped in Confederate flags, and <laughs> plays Freebird twenty four seven, and it just goes on and on and on. He's like, "Promise me, Spider Man." And Spider Man's like, like uh, uh, "Okay, I promise." Yeah, yeah, man, I'll get on that. Uh, <laughs> great. I mean, it, it, this this was it was such a funny scene. Like, I walk into the comic book store. And Remington is just like you got to read this right now. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So, all right. Uh, the, the news. Uh, That's all we got on comics. Say, okay. Uh, book news. Uh, you have something, and I've got something, right? Yeah, it's kind of book. I guess it could fall under the comic book. Uh, and I hope, however you say this woman's name, I don't know if it's uh, Jillian Flynn or Gillian Flynn. Uh, she. Famous works. Uh, she she wrote three books called uh, Sharp Objects, Dark Places. Biggest one being Gone Girl, which was a huge hit movie. Uh, Great movie. Huge. Apparently, she is a huge comic book fan and has been. And in March, she's actually releasing a series uh, through Dark Horse called Masks. Sweet. And um, I know her three novels have been like, or they're, they're like crime. Um, crime so, art. Yeah, so yeah. I don't know if this comic is following that, but it, the art is going to be done by Dave Gibbons. That's major. Which is a big deal. And I'm a big fan of Gibbons. <laughs> the ape. <laughs> and, and, and I don't remember, I don't know if it's specified, if it's like going to be... I've heard that many people masturbate like a Gibbon. <laughs> yeah. I'm not really sure how that is. I've never looked it up on YouTube or anything. But oh, I, the, I, like I, the I, human I style of masturbating is like the same as a Gibbon's? I think maybe, but or maybe they do it as often as a Gibbon. Apparently and, the Gibbons are... Um, Sexually perturbed. I, I don't. I don't know. This I like them. Huh? I don't but, know if it's going to be a mini series, an ongoing series. I don't know if I actually read that. I don't think it's specified. I'm, I'm excited about it. I I had never been exposed to any of her work before seeing the movie uh, Gone Girl, which was by. If you haven't seen it, go. It's a what fantastic, is? fantastic movie. I can, it is I good. Can't, I can't give it high enough praise. And even if you don't, if you're like, I don't know if the subject matter sounds. Uh, Miley, but if you're a, uh, a David Fincher fan, then yeah. I mean it's another classic. I, honestly, whether whether you think you will be intrigued or not, go because, like I said, I walk I walk into the movie blind. I know that it is crime noir. That was all I knew about the movie. I went with, I went with a couple of really good friends and saw it, uh, and was just blown away. Like it's 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 one of the best movies I've seen this year. I think. Um, but we were talking a few minutes ago about Dark Horse. Uh, you know, Dark Horse has lost the. Uh, the the licensing for Star Wars, and, and we're seeing, you know, this with Jillian Flynn now, but also the forthcoming uh, uh, release of Fight Club, the the sequel to Fight Club yes. that's actually being written by Chuck Palahniuk, or Palahniuk, I don't know how to pronounce it. Palahniuk or Patch of Macklin, always that guy that wrote Fight Club. <laughs> <laughs> that guy that wrote Fight Club, you know, his name's right here on my shirt actually. It is actually. I noticed pa- that. Palahniuk. I think it's Paula Nick, actually. It should say be Nyuk, like those evil villain lads. They're like, Nyuk, Nyuk, Nyuk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the Wikipedia people, if you're listening right now, we need a section in Wikipedia that tells how to pronounce people's names. Yeah. yeah. Not that we even check that to see if it's there. Before, Maybe it is already there. <laughs> But anyway, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I think that if they do that, it'll be awesome because there, there have been several, several, uh, uh, Adaptations of novels done in comics lately. They're doing a lot of uh, Marvel's doing a lot of stuff with Stephen King. Also, there's been some uh, Orson Scott Card adaptations done. Uh, several things, several things, and they've all been really nice. And it's and it's very cool when you've read a novel to re, you know read through the comic and see the you know see the visual adaptation of, of some of the stuff that's just the, a description on the page is not the same thing as seeing a picture. Yeah, you know. Right. Uh, so that's the, I think the coolest thing about that. So I think if you know if Dark Horse does does decide to go that direction, I think that would be very smart for them. Uh, and and you know it it's, it's going to get it's going to get a, a, a lot of novel re- a novel readers walking through comic book store doors. And that's you know, true. It's like yeah. I started out reading books. Now I love comic books. You know, I mean it's 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 a, it's an easy crossover to make. You know, it's time uh, for another gift. Is this the last one? 
Now there's that one more after one this. One more gift. This is a monster. And then, the, and then, after you open the last gift, we'll announce the winner of the giveaway! Who wrapped these? Um, <laughs> both of us. Well, that one was actually, yeah, they're, they're split. Steve wrapped his gifts, I wrapped mine. Um, that, that's another one for me. And, uh, this is a good one. This, oh, you know, they've all been I'm good. horrified now. They've all been good, but this one, <laughs> this is really solid. He takes the blade from his pocket and begins to cut the box open. He puts the knife back in his pocket. That's right. He gently lifts the <laughs> lid to the box. Yeah. Astounded. I have received a willow wreath. A or tiny, a crown of thorns, whichever way you look at it. Well, there's no, there are there's, <laughs> no, there's no thorns. Because <laughs> for a second I was going to put it on my head and now I'm scared. <laughs> I can't believe you put this tiny willow wreath in this giant box. <laughs> there's, there's, there should be something else in there, too. Oh, it's a double gift. It's a, another double gift. Is there not? I don't see anything. Okay, maybe there's not. Oh, no, no, I'm wrong. <laughs> I received a willow wreath, and also, what is this? <laughs> it's, a, it's like a Transformers blue ribbon. I've received a blue ribbon, Transformers ribbon. That has a, a cool message about you. Oh, right. right here. On the front of the ribbon. Oh. I'm the hero today. You're the hero today. <laughs> Apparently, I'm the, the hero, hero today. today. When do I get to be the damn hero? I don't know, but when you are, I'm going to pass this off to you. <laughs> well, one one day I'll be the hero. <laughs> one day you get to wear the Autobot badge. <laughs> so, should, should we do this last gift? Is there something else to talk about and then do the giveaway? Do we have anything else to talk about other than the giveaway and this last final gift? Do, is there anything else I, we want to throw uh, out no, there? No, I don't think I have anything else. Uh, I've got a review, but I think I'm just going to post it on the bug later. Okay, so awesome. Because we are uh, running out of time. So should we do this last gift right now? Let's do the last the gift. We'll do the last gift. One last giveaway. Then we'll do the giveaway. Oh, now this. I was actually hoping you would be like, oh my god, this is the best wrapping job I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> this was wrapped by me. Handpicked by me. Masterfully so, if I may say. Yes. Sir. Wrapped by you and handpicked by you. Yeah. Great gift. Save the best for last. <laughs> it's another douche. <laughs> <laughs> it's another douche. It's a different scent. This one's a different this flavor. This one is vinegar and water flavor. <laughs> <laughs> and it is also a tuna. It's like the salt and vinegar chips of douches. <laughs> <Ew>. <laughs> So we had uh, quite a bit of people that shared the. Do you want to explain how to get how we, the giveaway worked? Or okay, on the giveaway, we you liked and shared us basically our post on Facebook. We put your name on a piece of paper and put it into a bucket. Inside of the bucket are all of the pieces of paper. I'm going to let Aaron Kelly or Jimmy or whoever wants to reach their hand into the bucket and pull out a piece of paper. You With the winner's name on it. You want to do this, Jimmy, since it's your Christmas special? Um, sure. Since it's Jimmy's Christmas special. It's my Christmas Let's special. See the winners. <laughs> Try on the grab one. The winner is for the sweet comic collection. The winner of the comic giveaway is... Eric Presnell. Eric Presnell. Eric Eric, we're going to send you some comics, buddy. Send me your ma- uh, uh, Facebook me your address, and we're going to send you a big old stack of comic books, dude. Congratulations. Congratulations, brother. You're the winner of... The first giveaway on Giant Size Man Things podcast giveaway. Awesome. All right. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Check out the website, GiantSizeManThings.com. has links to everything you need to get started. And happy holidays, everyone. Happy holidays. Yes, and for those of you who are not religious, best of us for the rest of us. <laughs> All right. See you later. Peace.